You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Bozeman. In this podcast, I'm sharing business systems and strategies specifically tailored to the bridal sewing industry so you can build your own modern and profitable bridal alterations business. Join me as I also get to chat with fellow seamstresses and share their personal success stories. I'm so glad you're here and that we can grow together in this unique trade. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. So glad you're here today. I hope your week is off to a good start. Um, It's definitely like spring weather around here and I'm so excited. I'm actually wearing a short sleeve shirt, so yay. I hope that uh, your weather is changing. I'm sure some of you are getting really busy with your wedding season and uh, I'm really excited for today's episode. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving me your time. And I hope you feel encouraged after today's episode. Um, It does have a cheesy title. Okay. How to set goals like a bus, but there's a reason for that. Okay. Um, I bet this is true in like multiple business industries, but I feel like I hear this so much from bridal seamstresses, from women who are in my membership or who, you know, book their coaching calls that they feel like they're not really a boss. Cause it's like, uh, is this thing for real? Um, what do goals even look like? Um, and I, my theory is that for most of us, we start our businesses as kind of a little something, something on the side. Okay. Uh, and I'm not talking about everybody. I know some of you, this has been your career from the beginning and this was your plan from the beginning, but I have a feeling that there's a, a good number of you listening who you kind of got started at home. It may have been even a hobby and then it morphed into this business. And now we don't know how to set goals as a businesswoman because we're just kind of used to, you know, like sewing at home and, and almost thinking like it's a hobby. So I'm going to speak to you, whether you're in those beginning stages, recently morphed into a business, or maybe you are super established already. You have a storefront, you have a shop outside of your home, and you're just wondering how do you even take the next steps and what does that even look like? Okay. So I'm hoping to serve everyone with this episode. And of course, I'd love to hear your feedback. I want to hear where you're at in your business. So feel free to DM me on Instagram, Nadine.bozeman, or you can reach out through the website at secrets of a bridal seamstress podcast.com. Tell me where you are. Tell me what your goals are like right now. And maybe you'll have some new goals at the end of this episode. So of course, you know, I'm going to want to hear all that too. Anyways, let's dive in. Okay. So the reason I love goals and goal setting, yes, I'm a, I'd say I'm a type A personality. I don't, I don't know. I think of type A as like, I don't know, maybe uptight. I don't think I'm uptight, but I love setting goals. So I don't, I don't know. I am an Enneagram three. If you're into the Enneagram, I love that. Uh, But uh, not just because I, I love making lists and stuff, but I also love clarity and I love the clarity that goal setting brings to your business. So wherever you are in your business, it's always smart to take a step back think about what are your long-term goals? What are your short-term goals? And it just provides clarity for all the little steps that you take in your business every single day. So it's going to provide clarity on your social media posts, on what you put on your website, on what kind of connections you're building with local businesses, on how you're building your schedule or how many brides you're going to take on a month or what you're going to charge them. Every small step in our business should 
help us get towards those goals that we set for ourselves. So, you know, the number one step is to actually set the goals. So I want you to think, uh, maybe you can like get a notepad or something. Maybe you can get a cup of coffee or this is kind of a cozy episode. Okay. So you want to kind of settle in and I want you to have some time by yourself to think about these things. Maybe you can listen to this episode and then, um, you know, make your list of goals later once you're at home, a comfy, cozy, but sometimes when we think first of like, okay, what do I want my goal to be? Uh, you just draw a blank because it's like, I don't know. And, and I know that my first thought is to always go towards like money goals. Like how much money do I want to make? And don't get me wrong. I love talking about making money. So that's really fun for me, but we know that that isn't the only goal that we can set for ourselves. Right. So when you're cozy on the couch, thinking about this episode, I want you to think about what your goals could be for a year from now, let's say. Okay. So let's say uh, Tuesday, March 29th. Oh, wait, no, it wouldn't be a Tuesday next year. Okay. March 29th of 2023. What do you want to be doing? Do you want to be having the exact same schedule that you had today? Um, Do you want to be working in the same space? Do you want to be working with the same kind of brides? Do you want to be working alone? Um, Let's move outside of work. Where do you want to be living? Um, What do you want your family routine to be like? What kind of people do you want in your life? Okay. So if we think of that one year out, so March 29th of 2023. Now, what if you move that to five years down the road? Same thing. If you can think of a very specific place, you know, you're sitting in your living room five years from now. Um, all right. This is kind of like a big scope and you're you're thinking, okay, how do you told me to narrow it down to one goal? And now it's like all the things, but if we can think of what kind of life that we want to live as opposed to this is the money I want to make or, um, a, a more very specific goal, sometimes it gets easier to build the goals around the lifestyle that we want. Okay. So give yourself permission to dream a little bit and think about um, just what you'd like your business to be like, what you'd like your life to be like, your daily routine. Um, When I first started thinking about goals for my own business, I was um, a teacher. So I was working in a public school at the time and my alterations business was on the side. And that's why it was really hard for me to make real goals because I kind of felt like it morphed into a money-making hobby. And at first, honestly, my goal was like, okay, well, maybe if I have this business, then I can pay for my fabric stash. (laughs) You know, that was my big goal was like, okay, so if I do alterations, then I can pay for the fabric that I buy to make my own clothes because that's what I loved doing. And then of course, you know, one thing kind of led to another. And so the thought of daydreaming about where I wanted my business to go was something brand new to me. And I learned, I learned it by working with Stephanie Booth. She's a mindset coach. I love her. And a lot of things that I'm going to say today come from my initial inspiration from her. So shout out to Stephanie. Anyways, um, letting yourself daydream about what you want your life to be is really the first step of goal setting. And it's so important because that is really what gives us the initial clarity to move towards, right? Especially like as we get into wedding season and we get busy, it's so easy to go like one month to the next. And then all of a sudden we're like through a full season, through a full year. And 
we didn't even pause to create benchmarks for ourselves to know how we're growing or where we're going to. So taking this, uh, even just like one evening to um, write some goals or think about where you want the business to be or where you want even your mental health to be or your family life to be is so important. Okay. So we're also going to talk about today how to set the goals and how you can actually achieve them. Because I know that like some, I'm the type who like, I write way too many things on my list and then I don't get them done. And then I'm like, I'm such a loser. I don't get anything done. And then it's like, okay, that's like a very vicious cycle. So I don't want to set you up for that. I want your goals to be attainable. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so let's say that you, um, you think of, you know, where you want to be just next year. You think of where you, your business wants to be or where you'd like the business to be. Sometimes, you know, the business does have a mind of its own. So maybe it does want to be somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but so once you have that vision of what you want, now we start thinking about the steps that's going to get us into that, you know, visualized business or life that we have. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, um, I have a visual obviously, but if you're listening on the podcast, maybe you can tune into the YouTube episode. This is my vision board. Sometimes um, they're called dream boards, or this um, is particularly called a breakthrough board because I worked with uh, Stephanie Booth and she calls this her breakthrough board. So I can tell you that everything on this list I did hit except for the kitty, which um, we're going to get a kitty next month. So that's coming. And I did not make it to a pool this year, but that's okay. Um, and I love vision boards, dream boards, because you are taking what's in your mind and you're putting it on paper. So you can either start by writing a dream list or you can create a vision board or a dream board. I'm actually going to have a training on this in my membership in the fall because this is such a great thing to do when you have some downtime is really making a visual dream board, something that you can look at every day. And, um, it makes it more real instead of like, okay, you're just kind of like daydreaming. It's like, no, this is really what you're, you're setting your intentions on. Right. Um, so if you can, um, first start by, like I said, thinking about, um, what it is that you, that you want to achieve with the business or where it is that you want to end up. And then you can kind of work backwards and you can start thinking of the steps to get there. Okay. Does that make sense? So let's say, okay, one of the things on the list was I really wanted, um, well, we just bought a house. Okay. So I'll, I'll have a post about that. I'm so excited. I was a little distracted last week. Obviously there wasn't a podcast episode because we moved and I'm so excited. Even my podcast, um, I am going to have a little studio in the house, which I am really excited for because my upstairs neighbors here at work are really loud. And so I have to like time my <laughs> recording around when, when they're not here. So I'm so excited to have a little studio at home. Um, but we, we really wanted to live in a specific area. We wanted a little bit of land. I mean, we're not like farmers by any means, but we wanted space and we knew that it was going to cost a certain amount of money, especially living in Washington state. And so I having, this is one of my things on my vision board, having that I took steps in the business to get to the house. Okay. And so it started off by, okay, how now we're getting into the money. All right. So you think about, um, how much money are you, would you like to get in a full year? Okay. So you can start with the, the 12 months I'm starting with the finances. Cause I feel like that's just like 
a goal that we think about off the top of our heads. All of us think about money goals when we're in a business. So this is an example. Of course, I want you to set goals that have, you know, are um, not related to money, but it's kind of an easy example. So if you start with your 12 month goal of how much money you want to make in an entire year, and then you're able to break it down to, okay, then how much money what I have to make per season to get to that 12 year goal. And then you break it down even further. How much money do I have to make a month to make my goal for this quarter, for this season that will get me to my one year goal? Does that make sense? So you're, I want you to think about the the dream and then you're going to think about the steps the individual steps that can get you to the dream. And it's really important to break it down to small steps. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, So as you're setting your goals, I want you to think about yourself as being a boss, as being the owner of a business, as opposed to, um, I kind of sew, I guess. I don't know. What do I want to do with this? Especially if you're still sewing from home, it can be so easy to get in that mindset that you are not a real business and you 100% are. Um, so this is a this is a great way to even just get in that mindset of like, this is real. Okay. So then, so, okay, we come from our 12 months, then we get to the season, then we get to the monthly quota that we want to make. And then it gets down to, okay, each bride, what is my average ticket? How is that relating to my monthly goal? And what do I have to do to raise this ticket, my average ticket to get to my monthly goal? So I don't have to serve like 50 brides a month to get to that goal. Is there a way that I could raise my ticket? So that's where you kind of get creative with the smaller steps that can get you to the bigger goal. Now, I feel like this is such a loaded topic. It's so hard to get into like all the nitty gritty within one podcast episode. So as you're listening, if you have specific questions, I'd love for you to message me and maybe I can break this episode down into specific um, like topical goals. Of course, we can always schedule a in like an independent coaching call, but I feel like this is information that I'd love so many people to hear. So if you're listening and, and ideas are coming up and you want more clarity on a specific goal topic, please message me. And I'd love to talk more about it. Okay. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you've heard of smart goals. I actually have to like, look it up because I, I wrote myself a note of, (laughs) I knew that I would forget now that I'm like recording. Okay. So the smart goals, um, it's a, um, it's a way to remember how to set appropriate goals for your business or for yourself. Okay. So the first one has to be specific when you're thinking of your goal setting. So I wanted was a specific home in a very specific area with, you know, a specific amount of land. Okay. Um, or if we're talking about finances, I had a very specific amount of money that I wanted to make this past year, um, that I wanted to see in my square account. Okay. The next item is a measurable S M measurable. This is so important because, um, when we're working from home or when it morphs from the hobby into the business, we kind of forget to set benchmarks. And that's what I really want you to get in the habit of doing is having measurable goals. It can be your financial goals, or it can be, I want five brides a month. Okay. Then you can keep track of that number, right? Maybe you want to, um, have your work done three days in advance. So you're not sewing an hour before the bride shows up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We've all been there. So that's measurable where you can measure the time where you are working ahead for brides. Um, A in smart is achievable. This is so important because you don't want to be, and I'm going to get into this more in a minute here. Um, you don't want to be setting goals for yourself. that are so ridiculously hard that you can't achieve them because 
in the long run, it just totally sabotages your brain and your subconscious. So I'm super excited to talk about that. I will more in a little bit, but I just want to get through the word smart. R stands for relevant. So if you, you know, you're building goals for your business, I don't know what wouldn't be relevant. I feel like everything literally could be relevant for bridal sewing. Um, with what we do. But obviously you want your goals to be relevant to your family, to your specific business, to your area, whatever. Um, and then time bound. So your goals should have a specific time frame that you're working within. So you don't want to say, I want to make $50,000 at some point in my life. You know, you want to have a specific time within six months. I want to make $50,000 or whatever. So it's time bound. So that kind of, um, there's, there's more online that you can look up about smart goals, but that's kind of a good way to, um, move your, your big scale dreams that you have on your dream board to making them, um, attainable goals is to kind of go through that smart. What is that? Alliteration? Is that when it is when every letter represents a different word? Okay. So now I want to get into, um, really quickly how to actually achieve the goals or how to set yourself up so that you are getting more done. Okay. One of the things on my, dream board. I don't know if you saw that was a phrase, celebrate the wins. And this is so important when it comes to achieving goals and actually getting things done off of your to-do list. So if you're an entrepreneur, most, most likely you love writing to-do lists and you love thinking about all the things that you want to do in your life. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's what we do. And sometimes more often than not, we put way too much on our plate or on our calendar or, or you know, on our to-do list in our brain. And when we don't get there, when we don't achieve everything that we've written down, we get these like loser feelings like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to make this goal. I don't even know why I set goals for myself. Like I just fail anyway. Um, you're not alone. Cause I, I used to totally do that because I would set my goals to be way higher than I could achieve. And instead of motivating me, it just made me feel like really small. And it made me feel like, um, I never want to set another goal for myself again. Um, there's a really good book that I recently listened to because, you know, we only listen to books <laughs> when we're sewing. Actually, I listen to like novels. I mean, I'm sorry, other way around. I read my fun books and like novels at night on my way to sleep. And then when I'm sewing, that's when I listen to my nonfiction books. Cause I feel like I absorb it a little better. So, um, a great one that I recently listened to was finish by John Acuff. And one of the things that totally stuck with me from that book was, um, cause it's all about how to actually finish things, how to actually get the goals done, do the thing. Right. Um, John Acuff says to either, um, split your goal in half or cut your goal in half. So instead of thinking, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars, cut it down to $50,000 or double the time that you're allowing yourself to get to that goal. So instead of saying, I'm going to make $100,000 this year, either cut it down to $50,000 this year or $100,000 within two years, because everything just takes longer than we think. And it's so much uh, it's so much more valuable to give yourself grace and give that grace period um, to get the goals um, accomplished. And the reasoning behind this is because your subconscious mind is so incredible and it's so 
I, I, um, working with Stephanie Booth really helped me understand more of like what our brain is capable of. And I guess like something like 97% of our brain activity is like subconscious, which is so crazy to me. Um, but this is, this all comes back to the goals. When you train yourself to, um, to celebrate the wins and have more wins, your brain lights up like, woohoo, you're an achiever. You get stuff done. Let's set another goal because you're so good at getting things done. Doesn't that sound better than feeling like, oh my goodness, you're a loser. You never get to where you want to go. You never finish the things you say, you do all these things, but you don't do any of them. (laughs) Okay. So you want to have the opposite, uh, subconscious talk to yourself. So small scale. Okay. Cause I want you to get into training your brain to celebrating the wins and having more wins. Then you want to do more things and you're able to get more things done down the road. So, um, let's start by, okay. The month of April, think of, um, if you can think of like your money goal for April, that just, you know, comes in the top of, comes to the top of your head. How about you shave like a thousand dollars off of that? or even $2,000 off of that. Um, So then it's just more attainable and you can get to that goal in April. You celebrate it. I'll get the celebrations in just a second. Or maybe you could think like, okay, I want to, um, I want to have my bridal sewing, like all of it done two days before my bride actually shows up. Okay. That's more attainable than saying, Oh, I want to get the dresses done a whole week in advance. So give yourself smaller steps or smaller goals to attain that you can actually celebrate. And what I mean by celebrate, I literally want you to have like a treat list for yourself. Cause that totally helps me. You can say, okay, I'm going to get myself a special coffee. If once I register my business as an LLC, I'm going to get myself pedicure. Or, um, if I, you know, finish this dress two days in advance, I'm going to go get myself a a fancy coffee drink or whatever, so that you're rewarding yourself and you're training your brain to recognize yourself, you know, fulfilling your goals and fulfilling the steps that you put forth. Does that make sense? I hope this is all making sense that in the long term, you are, um, you're just ex- getting excited to do more things without the overwhelm. And um, then it just becomes more fun and you're not beating yourself up. So once you, so kind of let's get a little recap here. So we want to set goals because it brings us clarity and we want the clarity so that we're not just going like one client to the next, not really knowing how much we're growing, not really knowing how much money we're actually making or not knowing if it's a business or if it's just a hobby. Ooh, when I first heard that, I heard it from my financial advisor a few years ago. And I was like, oh, I felt like I was like punched in the gut because I think he was right. I think it kind of was just a hobby before I really knuckled down and set the clarity for myself by by just um, making some clear goals. And then I want you to divide those goals into steps that are actually achievable. And for each step that you achieve, go out and treat yourself or celebrate the wins or call a friend and say, oh my goodness, I did the thing. Or if you're in a membership, post it. I did the thing. I got this done. Have somebody that you can share the good news with and that you get like a woohoo, because that is really so good for us to just like acknowledge how far that we've come. Um, If you are if, if you're doing this as like a side hustle and you have like a specific, um, amount that you want to make, 
maybe not necessarily like, oh, I want to make this much money a month, but maybe for you, it's like, I want to pay for my kids sports season with my sewing money. Or, um, you know, we want to get this project done in the house and I want my business to cover that specific project. Then treat that like a boss goal and take all these steps to make the money for that specific project. You don't have to brush it off like, oh, well, it's like, I mean, it's just a house project that I want to cover with my business. No, this is what this episode's all about. Set your goals like a boss. If you were a boss, how would you have your employees take steps to reach these goals that your business has, right? Um, so I, I want you to um, just don't feed into that feeling of like, well, I'm just so from home or I'm, I'm just covering, you know, this, um, this special thing that my kid gets to participate in. And there's really like no just when it comes to like you providing the money and you working for it. Like that's a really big deal. And that is a perfect example of celebrate the wins because you've come to a place where you can provide for your family or your kids or whatever that backyard project is. Um, and so treating that with just as much excitement and respect and professionalism as somebody who, you know, has a storefront or a shop outside of their home. And they're going to be using these same steps to accomplish goals. So it's like, wherever you are in your life, these are still the tools that you need to get the things done in the biz. So that takes me to, if you are working outside the home and you do have a, a space that you rent, your first goal might be like, uh, yeah, I need to have enough brides to like cover my rent. <laughs> so for me, once I, I, I got a, a storefront, I knew that I needed my average ticket to equal a month's rent because I wanted in the back of my mind to know like, okay, if anything goes south, all I need is one bride to show up and that will cover my rent. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of gave me like this clarity, this the calmness, you know, like, okay, we can do this. And um, it may be different for you, especially wherever you are around the country, whatever your rent is. I know it's so different. So that, that, um, you know, one bride equals rent might not work for you, but um, that was a total rabbit trail. I don't know where I was going with that about um, setting, okay, my rent goal. And then the, da, 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 da. oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So if you are working outside the home and you do have a storefront and you're like, okay, I feel like I'm kind of where I want it to be. Well, your next step is thinking of investing your money. So you, you pay for rent, you pay for your insurance. Um, you should have an, a financial advisor on deck to start investing into your future, into your retirement. Um, and then also, other investments. I, I know that, um, hmm, I don't really know. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't really know the right words, but I have a financial advisor who helps me with all those things. And that is my, um, that's my exciting goal now is like, okay, I want to make sure that I have enough money at the end of the month to go towards my retirement and also go towards these other stocks or whatever he's doing. I, I mean, I, I know what the pie charts look like, but that's pretty much it. And, um, yeah. I, I really admire people who like follow the stock market and know all those things. Okay. I'm going another rabbit trail. Um, but <laughs> I'm just saying all these steps to achieving your goals, 
work for you, whether you're working from home or whether you're working outside the home, wherever you are in your business, it is always worth it to take a step back and think about where you're going. What is the next step next month or next year? And go back to that visualization of where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be five years from now? And if five years sounds really overwhelming, maybe just stick to the one year or stick to the six months and uh, think about how to get those big goals or big dreams into um, manageable goals. So if this sounded exciting to you and you want to learn more, or like I said, if you're thinking about this and you want me to speak on a specific goal and just kind of get more into the nitty gritty, I'd love to, I love this topic. So um, I think I was kind of all over the place today. So I hope you stuck with me. and got something out of it. And um, if you're interested in that uh, dream board that we're going to be making within the membership, we're going to be doing that in September. So you have some time to hop in, to be a part of that. And uh, if you have not yet registered, I'm offering a free two-day masterclass to create packages for brides. So these are fitting packages. I don't offer um, all-inclusive packages for brides. I know some people do, but I'm, um, I haven't, I haven't gone there yet, but these packages are for your fittings. And um, packages are just such a great way to draw in your ideal client to uh, share with your client exactly who you are and what they can expect from working from with you. And it also helps increase your ticket, your average ticket. So that goes back to our goals, right? This was uh, actually a big step in helping me get to um, or achieve one of my goals. So I'm excited to share that with you. So if you could join us, that's going to be April 21st and 22nd. It's completely free. There's a registration link in my bio on Instagram and also at the, on the podcast uh, website, secrets of bridal seamstress podcast.com. There's a link so you can register and I hope to see you there. And I just hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in. And I will hopefully see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks, everyone.